0: Welcome back to the Geeks of the Gates. We are here in the old shop and um, just right at the moment, it's just me and Hat. Hello. We're going to have a bit of a chat about the latest season of Jessica Jones, which I finally managed to finish. Hooray! Because Hat's (laughs) Hat's been pestering me to get through it to the end for some time now. Because I'm awful. (laughs) But also I really needed to scream and flail with somebody, anybody, no one was watching. I think a certain amount of screaming and flailing is now very much on. Hello, sorry to interrupt, this is Reggie from the future speaking. Um, First of all, sorry for the interruption and the poor quality of the audio, I'm recording on my laptop mic at work, hence also background noise, I have no control over that. Um, Just butting in uh, to let you know that at some point later on in the podcast, my past self is going to tell you that I forgot to sound the spoiler horn and that I'll go back and do it in post this is me doing that uh, so quick blast on the spoiler horn and uh, we'll get back on with it <laughs> spoilers <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> spoilers excellent so first of all did you like it
1: well <laughs> <laughs> like is i don't know it was an experience i don't think this i don't think i didn't like it i just don't i don't know it's weird I've got some emotional distance from it at this point because it was a while ago, like you say, when it came out and I've watched it. And, like, I was making notes about it tonight, like, writing them down, and I was was remembering bits and pieces and I was just like, ah, a lot of it. And, I mean, frankly, get what it comes down to for me is that I think that Trish was right and I think that's why I'm kind of mad about it. And I'm really gutted that it ended the way it did and we're not getting any more because...
0: Now all I have is questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to some degree, I get that. I understood where Trish was coming from. I think she crossed a couple of lines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I can see why Jessica felt obligated to stop her. Yes. I think it's also very clear that Trish was not going to stop no. Uh No. I, I sort of wish they'd made more of that moral conflict. Because... Jessica Jones has been known to cross the odd line. Exactly,
1: and I think what was quite interesting for me was the idea that there was this massive switch in terms of who was who. Was. I think that was the point.
0: I think so, and... Because Trish has always pushed Jessica to be
1: a hero, and this is how Jessica actually is a hero, because she stopped the bad guy. Yeah. But the bad guy was Trish.
0: But I, see, I, think, I think there are some fundamental I think I mean, Trish was never a hero. No, no, no. She thought she was. She'd bought into that idea of the hero stopping the bad guy. But as you say, she was the bad guy. She was Frank Castle.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: But unlike Frank Castle, she didn't have an understanding of what she was. The reason Castle isn't a monster is because he knows who he is and he stops. Yeah. She was never going to do that. Mm. And the reason she's different from Jessica... I mean, Jessica killed Kilgrove. Yes. Yes. Jessica killed Kilgrave not just as an act of self-defence, but also as an act of last resort. There was no other way of stopping Kilgrave. Yeah, he had to die.
1: Or did he die? Because the end of series three is a big purple nightmare.
0: We'll come to that. Shall we save that right for the end? Yes. Whereas the people that that, that Trish killed didn't have to die. They probably deserved it.
1: Salinger, I feel like had to die. I feel like he was too smart to live because he'd have got his, he'd found his way out. He, he might have done. I, I really feel like Salinger for me is has there is an equivalence there in, with Kilgrave. Kilgrave's power came from him having power, like mm. literal power. Yeah. Whereas Salinger's power came from him having like a ridiculous amount of intelligence. And Salinger, um, a Salinger was a huge small man complex. Yeah,
0: Salinger was was the incel version of Hannibal Lecter.
1: Absolutely, he was a nightmare, and I think the only way to deal with him because he would have found he would have found a way to get out of it.
0: He would have, but I think what you have to do, and I, do you know what? I'm not necessarily saying this because I agree with it. I am I am putting forward the oh yeah yeah that I think the difference between a mere vigilante and someone who can call themselves a hero... Yes. ...is, ultimately, somebody was probably going to have to kill Salinger in order to stop him. Because, as you say, he was always going to find a way around it. And he was never going to stop. I think a hero has to give him that chance. Yeah. Trish was was not prepared to do that.
1: No. And I can see absolutely
0: why. And Trish was prepared to hurt other people who were in her way. And I understand why. I do understand why. And that's why people like Trish shouldn't have powers. I get that. That's why why powers are better with people like Jessica, in spite of the fact that she's a drunk and she's (laughs) mean and she's pretty selfish and pretty uncaring. But she's also in control.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely.
0: To a surprising degree, given... Given that she's drunk. Given that she's uh, (laughs) an alcoholic and permanently drunk. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The thing with Trish, though, is it's like she... I feel like Trish had to go there to come back, but we're not going to get to see her come back. And I think that's the really, I think that's really the, the shitty part. I'm fairly sure
0: they thought they had a season four. Yeah, yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. And I think if they hadn't thought that, season three would have been structured in a different the way. The
1: loss of the... I feel like season four would have been a redemption arc for Trish because comics Hellcat is n- not that much like Hellcat from this season of
0: Yes Jessica Jones. And I feel like getting to a
1: place where it... it she could be more heroic rather than being yeah. vigilante. Is what they were going to aim for.
0: I, I think that would have been her redemption. She might have ended up in whatever Shield is now. You know, as, as some kind of yeah, I get you Black Widow type operative. Oh yeah, totally. To try and in in and, and that would be her road to redemption. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think I
1: feel like we would have seen it. I feel like they would have shown that. Yeah. Alongside whatever was happening. Because we
0: did, to Jessica. We did have that moment of realization when she's in the interrogation room. Yeah. And she goes, I'm the. I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's, the, that's her first step, isn't it? That's your first step on realising, oh wait, I done fucked up, yeah. is actually I need to realise who I am to be able to come back from it. And she had to go there to come back, like I said. Mm. She just didn't get the opportunity because they have no season four. Yeah. And that pisses me off to the nth degree. It's, I would also just like to take a moment for Jerry Hogarth, who genuinely, in this season, reached new heights of villainy that I didn't actually think she'd get to she's she is
0: so much more evil than i really ever thought she would be she's a bit much yeah
1: like way way beyond anything that i really expected this season was like it went all in and i really feel like they expected another season yeah it absolutely just the way like you say the way it's structured and also what they did with the characters like malcolm his arc like I said, was... what the hell happened
0: to Malcolm? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, that's exactly the response. Like, Malcolm, Malcolm, bleh. Malcolm was the moral compass five minutes ago. Yep. And my god, he went some dark places. Yep.
1: And like you know, I just yeah, that was that for me was like okay, they they obviously had a plan. They had a plan mm. for their original original four characters. Call them, let's call them that. So they had a plan for what was going to happen to Jess next, Trish. I, I really believe they had a plan for Jerry. I yeah. really believe they had a plan for her and I think they had a plan for Malcolm and they had a plan to tie it all up in a nice, neat bow in season four.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Because I feel like I've been left hanging. Because right now... I've got the opposite of the Game of Thrones effect where the Game of Thrones mm. effect was, shit, we have to finish this in five minutes. Let's give it a really crappy ending and uh, let's rush everything so fast that nothing makes sense. Whereas this was like, here, let's do some more character building. Mm. Let's do some more character building. Oh, oh, that's it.
0: Because... <laughs> As of as of right now, I think the most evil thing that Jerry Hogarth has ever done is the corruption of Malcolm. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah. I I, I would have loved to have seen where that went yes, because definitely. Malcolm Malcolm at his heart, even when he was under the influence of Kilgrave, yeah, he
1: was a good guy. Has never
0: been anything other than a good man. Yeah. And you know, suddenly he's not just making moral compromises with for Jerry, but in his personal life. Yeah. In his treatment of his girlfriend. Yeah. I, I is it fair to say he was taking advantage of the hooker? I, I, I don't, whose name I can't remember, which makes me. A Eric's batter. sister. That's yeah. what I remember her as. Um, as Well, I'm afraid
1: I, I, I think I was just so like, what the fuck about everything else that I didn't pay, pay that much attention to her, and I, I yeah. feel bad about that. And that was
0: because that but was yeah. that was completely self-destructive.
1: Oh, it was totally, absolutely, just, just wildly, wildly self-destructive, and at the same time, like weirdly framed as him not doing something that bad. Like, when mm. Eric comes around and finds her there and everything's really, like, everything's fine. It's like, everything is not fine. No, no, everything no, the, is very I not don't fine. As, I don't know
0: what counts as fine in his universe, but this is not this fine is not in mine. This not fine. <laughs> yeah. This is not fine. This is a, just... a disturbing thing. And, I mean, the All whole time. thing
1: with, with Jerry with her ex and the husband and the that whole... Just him... Ja.
0: Like now, you know, you see, I, I have a problem with all of that because, uh, yes, the embezzlement and stuff uh-huh. is the crime that he went down for, but what people seem to be pissed off with him for is the fact that he was shagging his students, which I have to say I disapprove of. I uh, think oh hundred percent. It's it's definitely unprofessional and it's certainly abuse of power. Oh, absolutely abuse of power. But. And it's quite a big book His wife knew. Yeah. The,
1: the he, he wasn't going
0: yeah. behind his wife's back. No. Now, yeah. You know, I mean, I I've never been in an open relationship, so I don't know how they work. But it it mm. it seemed that she was fine with it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So in terms of in terms of the moral compromises and misdeeds, in terms of being a, pro- a university professor shagging your students, who I would point out, although they are in a, a, an imbalance of power relationship, are at least grown-ass adults. Yeah, yeah. But any moral fault there is as much hers as it is his because she is tacitly, well, expressly, giving him permission to do that. Yes. She's telling him that's okay.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely.
0: And as someone who thinks it's probably not okay, one of the things that's going to make it easier for him to clear his conscience yeah, is that, well, my wife says it's okay. She's yeah, absolutely. A... My wife says it's okay and she's a woman, so it's probably fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, whereas actually, No. It's still not okay. It's still an
0: abuse of power. You don't... It's not even, it's not even the age gap thing. It's no, no. you are a professor. Yeah. They are your students. That's not how this works.
1: No, because you have the power to fuck over their life. That is where the power imbalance comes in. Not mm. because you are an adult man of 40-odd yeah. and they are these, an adult human of 20 If I'd any say. of
0: these young women decided that, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore, would they feel perfectly secure and safe and able to say, that was fun. That's done. enough. Yeah. And I think the answer's probably no for at least some of them. And if there's even the possibility of that, you're wrong.
1: Yeah, 100%. Uh,
0: but so is anybody who facilitates you. And so yeah, yeah, she's yeah. as bad. Totally, man. totally. And I also think she's needlessly vindictive. to I can't believe I'm saying this. She's needlessly vindictive to Jerry. Yeah, yeah. At I the mean, end.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean... Oh, God. Jerry I mean, Hogarth saying, is, like, the least sympathetic character I'm in the not saying Jerry, and,
0: Jerry didn't have it coming.
1: No, no. Jerry has had, like... She has got a shitty life. Like, she has been handed shit. But that's karma, bitch. Like, <laughs> in a lot of ways, it's I mean, awful. But, like, Jerry, Jerry Hogarth is a character who has been, like... She was basically an asshole. She was just a complete asshole. Season two, they went, oh, by the way, you have a disease that's going to kill you. Good luck with that. And then... She continued to be an asshole, which is totally fair, and that's her reasoning, and that's like, all good and everything. Uh, and it's just... I don't know whether I'm meant to feel sympathetic towards her, because there is literally no way I'm ever going to do that. No. Because she, regardless of whatever I... illness she has, she's... she's an asshole. And she
0: was always that. She's not a like...
1: self-serving, unpleasant, nasty piece of work. Yeah. She's the worst possible kind of lawyer in the world. It... I cannot stand her. I just,
0: I really hate her now. I didn't used to hate her, but this season did me in. Do you know, I hate it when you just dance around it and don't say what you feel (laughs) like. I literally,
1: in my notebook, my lovely notebook, it just says, Jerry Hogarth dash is the worst.
0: That's what it says. Well, because I think you can't even, there's a, a school of thought to which I do not subscribe, but a lot of people do, that if she'd started behaving in that sort of way, after her diagnosis, would forgive her because she's lashing out. Yeah. As di- now, I, I don't subscribe to that, but... No, I know, I know. Some people do. It's a uh, But you can't even make that excuse for no. her. Because it's she was horrible. always like that. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it, she's got worse. She has just
1: fundamentally got yeah. worse. No. And it's like, okay, uh,
0: y- but like... But even oh. so, even so, the way her lover left it was calculatedly unkind.
1: Oh yeah, Kith is mean. She's mean.
0: You know, to say, I know you're scared to die alone, but you're going to. Bye! That's... <laughs> it
1: that's, really is that, isn't it? Like, yeah. That's
0: really hard. the ultimate fuck you. It would, have been, it would have been kinder to simply not have gone back. Yeah, totally. And the fact that she did go back says to me that she simply went back to twist that knife. Definitely. And honestly, she's really got no reason to be that pissed off with Jerry. Jerry is a horrible person. But But he killed himself. Yeah. Jerry did not kill him. I mean, she's killed other people, but she did not kill him. Yeah, she didn't kill him. She did not kill him. Yeah, that was
1: his choice to make. I'm like, I'm not defending Jerry Hogarth right now. I'm just saying, that whole section of it, I was going, no. And
0: she was glad to know about the embezzlement. Because if she hadn't minded, she wouldn't have dumped him. She would have taken him back. She would have forgiven him. And she did not do that, which means she was furious about the embezzlement. Yeah. Which means, presumably, she's glad she knows.
1: Yeah, for me, I think this is part of the messy aspect of this season. It's been, it's felt, everything has felt, not like not like filler, not remotely like filler. And, I'm, you know, some people go, oh, yeah, this is a filler season. This is not a filler season. This season was designed to build up tension at yeah. various points in order to push, it, push the story forward and build the characters into what they are now in order for the next step, which we're not getting. And that's why we've got a fucked over Jerry, who is a massive bitch. We've got... Uh, Trish been sent off to the back oh, of beyond to the raft to, presumably to the raft yeah to never come back uh, we've got Jessica mm, station mm, we'll discuss we'll discuss and Malcolm who is just an asshole like he's
0: he's, he's aware of that though I mean Malcolm is not pleading
1: he needs his opportunity to come back from it I
0: think we're I, I see, I, yeah and I think we're being presented with Malcolm as yeah he's being an asshole but he understands that he is and he feels bad about it so yeah. he's redeemable But actually, that makes it worse. Yeah. He knows that what he's doing is wrong and he still keeps doing it. And there's a certain kind of person, usually men, if we're honest, who will do bad things and then show apparently genuine remorse, beg forgiveness and then do it again. And that's what Malcolm is turning into. Yeah. And that's not where Malcolm comes from. No. And I I, I would love to know what the plan for Malcolm was because I really hope it was better than what we've seen.
1: I know. It's frustrating. And, you know, I just, I don't know... There's a huge part of me that really hopes that everyone gets together and writes the graphic novel of season four so that we can see what was going to happen. That would, that's my dream at this point. Because we know happen. we're not going to get
0: it, you know. That could happen. Marvel Comics could do that.
1: Marvel Comics could do that. Bendis was on it. Yeah. He was one of the writers for that mm. season. So there is the possibility that these uh, things could happen. Well,
0: that's why that can't happen. He
1: is in DC now.
0: He's exclusively to DC. Yeah.
1: So we've got problems here. <laughs> we've got Disney except problems. We've got DC except problems. Except
0: he could... Pro- because already, he'd already written it. it. That's work that he's already done. So somebody can take his outlines, maybe.
1: That's just a really... I, there's a huge part of me that hope that that's a possibility, and, I mean, it's the tiny little glimmer in the back of my mind that wishes we'll actually get some answers for it, because I do, the more I look at it, the more, with my lovely emotional distance,
0: uh, I just feel frustrated, to be honest. If anybody at uh, Marvel Comics is listening, <laughs> uh, there are at least two guaranteed sales...
1: Definitely. ...for the
0: comic book of Jessica Jones' <laughs> season
1: four. Oh, me. Yeah, there really are. I mean... I my, I feel like someone will fanfic it. Someone's going to fanfic it. I might fanfic it at this point because I just really need an ending. I need closure. Mm. I need closure. I need Trish to be Hellcat as Hellcat should be. I need Jessica to not be purplified. I need Malcolm to be a nice man again. And I need Jerry Hogarth to... Die. Just die. She just needs to die. And I think I think that is her arc, you know. That is... That's it. Muppance.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I think Hogarth's arc. I'm hoping that there was some redemption for Malcolm in the future. Yeah, I'm hoping there was some redemption for Trish in the future. I'm hoping that there was some kind of peace for Jessica in the future. Mm. Not redemption. She doesn't feel she needs it. Jerry is in. Imm- irred- yeah, I I wanted Jerry's arc to be. This is what happens when you do bad things all the yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. You will die alone. She did help Danny Rand. To be fair, I mean, I know, I know everybody's blocked season one of Iron Fist out of their head, but she did help Danny Rand. She she was, yeah. She 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 had nothing to gain from helping Danny Rand, but she did it anyway.
1: I blocked all of those. That I I blocked Iron Fist. I've blocked the crossover. I've blocked it. I've just blocked it because the crossover just irritates. So to <laughs> this, uh, such <laughs> degree that i blocked Danny Rand from my mind I've
0: said this before about Defenders it wasn't a TV show it was a story arc from either season 3 of Daredevil or season 2 of Iron yeah. that's where that belonged it did not belong in a season episode. and we've talked before about how there's no point having Luke Cage and Jessica Jones on the same team because they fulfil the same point purpose
1: and not only that but they underpowered them in order to make it so that yeah. uh, Danny Round was better and it's like he fundamentally isn't Jessica Jones could knock him out yeah, Like, and, she just could. And she would. could knock him out. And would. Yeah, and so could Luke Cage. His fist would have no effect on Luke Cage. What?
0: Well, why? we even saw that. We yeah. we saw Luke Cage get punched so by the iron fist. So what's um, the point of him? So yeah, didn't need that, and we're not going to dwell on that no, anymore.
1: Um, <laughs> so should we get to it? Should we talk about shall
0: it? Should we talk about the end? I think we need to discuss the horror. This is the thing that gets me the most, and that frustrates me okay. the most. So let's talk about the end for Trish first, because there's something that... This genuinely took me right out of the show. And this is just the way my brain works. Uh, You're not on Facebook, are you? You you didn't see my rant about Die Hard 2. No, I did not see your
1: rant about Die Hard 2. I'm really wishing I had.
0: I was watching Die Hard 2. And and do you know what, listeners? You're going to get this now. I was watching Die Hard 2 on... It might have been Saturday night. And for those people who are not familiar... Surely, to God, everybody's familiar with the plot of Die Hard 2. Terrorists have taken over an airport so that they can snatch back a former president of a Latin American country who's been brought to the US to face trial on drugs charges and shit. And they've killed the 80s. runway. Eh, early 90s. Early 90s, yeah. Uh, they've killed the runways. Play, all their passenger planes are circling and they're running out of fuel. Their towers lost communications and they've been told, to try and land any of these planes. We're just going to make them crash. And they crash a plane to prove that they can. Everyone's going, oh, no, we can't do anything. And I'm just thinking, no, hang on. No. Right. First of all, the the control tower of that specific airport is not the only place that those aircraft can communicate with. That's not how radio works. No. So any of those planes (laughs) who are getting concerned could contact with the FAA in the US. And say something's a bit skeezy here. Because all the planes can see each other. So they know that something weird's happening. Also, although they'd been told they couldn't call the government, they did. But that call was intercepted so that the terrorist team could come in and pretend to be the relief troops. Fine. Get that. Then they crashed a plane. They crashed a passenger plane. I think it's a 757. Into an airport on the outskirts of Washington, D.C. Somebody would have seen that. Yeah, pretty sure somebody would have have seen that. (laughs) There would have been F-15s in the sky... Within two minutes, because that's how fast American QRA is, particularly around Washington. Even then, because I had some people come back at me on social media and say, "Oh no, it's before 9/11. It was much." No, he wasn't. <laughs> and once you've got F-15s overhead, then they can talk to the planes, and the planes can say, "We've got a problem," and the F-15s can say, "Well, we'll guide you down then," because the F-15s have got the kind of radar that will allow them to do that without air traffic control. That's how battlefields work. And once I realised that, right, I must have seen this movie 30, 40 times. And um, that's never occurred to me before. Now it's occurred to me I can never watch that film again. And I'm quite cross about it because I like Die Hard 2. <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: this. I love this.
0: But this, happened to you. But this was a similar, d- just to demonstrate that I have stayed on target. Steve isn't here, but we are on target. I had, to a slightly lesser degree, exactly the same moment with Trish. Because we see Jessica standing outside the heliport looking all sad. Trish arrives in what I can only describe as the SUV version of a tank. It's huge. It's armoured.
1: It's like a Hummer. It's like it a, was a massive
0: armoured van. It was much more armoured than a prison van. This thing would have taken rocket propelled grenades. It would have yeah. taken probably a small nuke. It was really heavily armoured. Presumably because it carries people like Trish who were really powerful and could punch their way out of your average squad car. This makes sense. (laughs) Then they put her in a Then they they put her (laughs) in a squirrel. (laughs) It's not even a big helicopter.
1: I was like, she's going to jump out. She's going to jump out. She's going to jump out. She's going to jump out and land and run away. In my head, I I was waiting for it to happen. It really was. And then she didn't. And part of me went, if this, because she's accepted that she needs to go away. But if that... (laughs) And yeah, but they would still have put her in a much bigger model. I can
0: can head cannon away the fact that she doesn't break out of the tiny little (laughs) helicopter because she's accepted that she's the bad guy and she needs to go. But not the fact they put her in in the first (laughs) place. Why would you put her in a helicopter at all? It's not a secure way to transport prisoners. If you've got someone who's powerful who could break free of restraints and survive the crash.
1: Okay. Helicopters
0: are not hard to crash. Can we all talk about the fact that
1: we do know that there is a group of people that have a specific type of uh, prison cage on their flying aircraft that they use for people with powers. They're called S.H.I.E.L.D. And... Oh, shields. Uh, I know. Yeah. But... Those, that technology exists. It still exists. <laughs> it still
0: exists. And if SHIELD weren't using it, the Department of Hold'em Security right, would have it. Exactly. Or, or whoever it is that deals with superpowers now. Uh-huh.
1: So uh, that technology exists. They would have put her in that. They I'm would. I'm 100% with you on that. They would. 100%. And,
0: and, and that, that made no sense to me at all. And instead of, instead of empathising with Trisha and empathising with Jess, and, and get in the... You are You just yelling at the helicopter. Don't put her in the helicopter! <laughs> Don't put her in there! <laughs> I, what are you doing? <laughs> Where's the Zephyr? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they could have had an Avengers Quinjet. Yep, totally could have had a Quinjet.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I presume they
0: couldn't because they couldn't afford the CGI, but... It, it, in theory, and she don't have to show it. No. You you could have shown her being taken into a maximum security building. Yes. In Absolutely. chains. Absolutely. You know, that you didn't need to show her being flown off to the raft. No. You could have shown it you could have put her on a boat. They could have just put
1: her in that box. Yeah. I mean the box can't be that hard. To no. Expensive to make, prop wise. No, borrow I, I, one. They exist. I, they yeah. are using them on
0: Agents of Shield currently.
1: Like, hello, the adaptable box exists. It, like, it's the same universe, damn it. Like, yeah,
0: not the same production company, which no, I, think I might know, the which is problem, probably
1: But, why. but I, that's not the point. No,
0: don't just don't do that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. it's just ridiculous yeah, what are you doing yeah. you idiots mm-hmm. I just, 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 just uh... so there was that yep and then Trish flies away and looks all sad out of the window she
1: does and yeah and I
0: want to know where that realisation takes her it's
1: really really do
0: because she's not going to do prison well no she's really not, no she's not the sort of person she's who... not
1: going to Luke Cage it and just like stay in the, in the handcuffs until he just goes yeah okay <coughs> and breaks through at the end no, of no she's not going like, to do that like a good man because Luke Cage is a good man He's not going to do that.
0: Luke Cage is a very stoic character. He will do... Luke Cage would do his stuff. Trish Walker, right?
1: Her name is literally Hellcat. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a reason for that. Like, That name comes from something. It's... it's
0: yeah, I'm bothered. Um, <laughs> I would love to have seen where that went. Yeah, me too. 'Cause there, there were a couple of ways it could go. She could have learned her lesson and come back as a hero. Yeah. Or she could have become deeply, deeply resentful. I feel like And grown th- into a villain.
1: There's a huge part of me that believes very, very firmly and fervently that she was going to go away and become a hero in order to come back and save Jessica from yeah. what we will now discuss. <laughs> Please
0: Okay, now and this is the most frustrating thing of all. For I me.
1: yelled. Me I too. yelled in my living room. I stood up off my sofa. And yelled. That happened
0: twice this summer. Do you know what? At no point in this discussion have I said we're going to sound the spoiler horn. Mm. Uh, I will drop it in fairly early on because I'm spoiling the end now. Mm. Um, I'll check the spoiler horn again. Spoilers. (laughs) Spoilers. (laughs) So don't say we didn't warn you. Right. For those of you that haven't seen it, why are you listening to this? But if you're not going to watch it and you're still listening, this is what happens. Okay, and I understand. I'm not conflicted about it. For the first bit, so she she looks around at her apartment, stroke office. She picks up a bag. Yep. She walks out, locks the door behind her. She stops at Malcolm's door, gives him the keys, and tells him not to fuck it up. So that's her handing on the torch of Rayleigh's investigations to a, a man who's proved himself to be a bloody good investigator.
1: Yep. That's his redemption. Arc yeah, now, yeah,
0: I'm ass- yeah, I'm assuming that season four was going to be Malcolm running Alias yep. and helping people. Yes. And stopping being a twat. Maybe even winning his girlfriend back.
1: Yep. Because they were good together. And I, I think them. also possibly being in direct opposition to Jerry and there being a dynamic there that would have been very interesting to pursue.
0: Very. Very because interesting to Because possibly, literally, he knows where the bodies are buried. Exactly. That would have been really interesting and it might have been an important part of Hogarth's damnation arc. Absolutely. As she is finally crushed. Because I think she, I think she probably would have been the big bad. Oh yeah. Next season. So then we've got the question of what what is happening with Jessica? She goes she goes to the station and she buys a ticket to as close to Mexico as she can get. Now that in itself is interesting. I don't know of any link between jessica and mexico and if she just wanted to get out of the country there are easier ways of doing that than getting on the train to mexico for a start you could have got on the train to cancun it doesn't have to stop at the border yeah so i presume she has a passport one would assume she She, she's an american citizen i mean she it's it's not hard for american citizens to travel to places unless they're iran or russia yeah it's certainly not hard for american citizens to get to mexico so what, what what's going on there at the border what is there for jessica i don't know and i think they were setting something up
1: yeah, she was going to get all those kids out of cages. Maybe. I mean, there was a thousand thoughts in my head going, OK, is she going to be that hero? Is that what's going to happen? Is that, that where we're going to with this? Is this where it's going? And there were so many thoughts that I had, like, you know, she's going to save people.
0: Cause, and, and I know that that's quite a hot political issue in America for yeah. for reasons I don't understand. How is it controversial at all? That it's not a good idea to put kids in cages. But anyway, I, I note with interest... Uh, and I'm, this is not relevant particularly, but I'm throwing it out there, in the Lois Lane comic that came out a couple of weeks ago, uh, the first part of the series, they're addressing that directly. She's, you know, her big thing is she's challenging the president about how his allies are making money out of keeping kids in cages on the border. Yeah, I mean, they've gone that far with it. And DC... Well done, DC. DC's generally not braver than Marvel, so I'm... Supp- surprised they haven't
1: I mean they did snagglepuss
0: they did snagglepuss I'll give them that yeah okay and that was pretty great so yeah that, that could have been a thing it could have been drugs yeah I, I mean she still has a fairly dim view of drugs because of what happened to Malcolm so maybe she was thinking she cut them off at the source something
1: cartels
0: something. I mean I mean there's a lot of things that somebody with her power could do on the border but that's not what happens what happens instead is that we get what well, I have to say is a really cool purple lighting image. it was very subtle it wasn't overdone But it was there. It was definitely there. And we hear Killgrave's voice say something... I I can't... Can you remember exactly what he says? Mm. It's like... It's it's to the effect of, go on then, run. I always said you'd fail, or something like that. And she stops. Something in her expression changes. Yeah. Turns round. She ignores the guy who says, hey, don't you want your ticket? And she just walks towards the camera out of the station, and that's where it finishes. So we're left with... What was that, first of all? Uh Now, we know that she was immune to Kilgrave. Yes. But... She looked
1: very much like she'd been Kilgrave.
0: Could, yeah, could he have implanted something in her head when she was not immune? Yeah. And is that still working?
1: Could he have been brought back to life? Uh, it's
0: not unheard of in Marvel. It's Mark. not unheard of in Marvel. <laughs> it's not it? unheard of in this bit of the Marvel Universe. Right.
1: There's just so many questions. <laughs> it just gave me lots of Oh, were
0: we questions. were we supposed to think that that was her subconscious saying, this is what Kilgrave, he you know, always said you were weak. And she's like, yeah, do you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to turn around, I'm going to go and face this. I'm going to deal with Malcolm. I'm going to deal with you. That's such
1: a lovely thought, but I just feel like... <laughs> I
0: don't think that's where they were going either. No. no.
1: I really think that she was under some sort of something. There was... The way her expression changed, I was like, oh, fuck. And then I realised this was it. We're never going to find out. And I'm just so mad about it. I can't... Because I do. This is what I think. I think that there was going to be, like, something horrifying. Just something truly, truly horrifying that, with Jessica... And that whole Kilgraveism nightmare, and I don't know quite what would have happened. And I, because honestly, but in my absolute like heart of hearts, I believe that Trisha's arc was to come back and save her. I do. I absolutely believe it. I think that was what was going to happen. She would be the hero that saved Jessica because Jessica was the hero that saved her. It would have been a lovely, neat bow to wrap it all up in and be done at the end of four seasons. Lovely finished. Would have been great. They could have even called it back, you know, something I would never say. All of that could have been called back all at the end and it would have been great. Done. Walk away.
0: Hellcat gets its own spin-off series and we're done.
1: Great. Curse okay. you,
0: Disney, you bastards. Yup. Very much. Uh, and just... there's no Ugh. there's no bringing this show back nope. is the, the 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 rights issues of it the legalities of it the 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 politics of it it's just not going to happen it's there's no happen. way it could happen
1: it's not it's not one day at a time it's not one and up we can't fight for this there's nothing to be fought for it is absolutely done it's done. It's just, it, it
0: just, what's got. What's particularly gutting is that from what I've read on social media, they were in the writer's room working on Daredevil season four when they got cancelled. They yep. were in the writer's room working on Jessica Jones season four yep. when they got the court to say they were cancelled. That's the same
1: stuff I've heard too. I, I, it's
0: And as I understand it, because I know a lot of people said, oh, well, maybe Disney could pick it up and put it on that. As I understand it, contractually, those actors are not allowed to play those characters for anybody other than other Netflix, Netflix correct, for two yeah. years from cancellation. That's what I've
1: heard too. Well, let's just hold on for two years and see if. We can in just two do years' it. time,
0: I mean, I'm sure they all have a powerful need to eat, and <laughs> in two years' time, they will have to have gotten other jobs. And you simply, yeah, you're simply, you know, it's not just that the actors will have had to have moved on, mm. the directors will, yeah. the writers will, the set designers will, the fight choreographers will. It will be impossible to put those teams back together. You might get Christian Ritter to play Jessica Jones again, mm. but he won't be the same. No, God, no. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's for the same reason you couldn't bring Firefly Black. Uh, you couldn't get that team together yeah. again. And it's the team that makes the thing.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. On a weird, random, and slightly bizarre note. On this podcast, really? No, I know, yeah, but this is where I'm going to talk about Baywatch. You thought it was going to, you didn't think it was going that weird. This is what happens with Baywatch. Between season one and two, right? Season one, Baywatch got cancelled after a season. A lot of people don't know that. So, Baywatch got cancelled and then it got rebooted on another channel. Mm -hmm. And obviously, they got some of the main characters back, which is great. They got like four. And the rest of them, they had to bring in new. And then occasionally they got guest actors, because like you say, they have to eat. And season two of Baywatch is extremely dark and very strange. Because yeah. everyone left and got other jobs. And they have a whole new set of everybody. Except for, obviously, David Hasselhoff and, you
0: know, various others. Yeah, because let's be Eric honest, the, German, Hoff yeah. with the Hoff was not getting work anywhere else. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, sorry now. Sorry, Dave. Uh, I mean, you could go back to Germany and sing in your band again for a bit. In your double denim. But yeah, so this is this is the whole thing. Like you say, you end up if, if Baywatch is. I'm rewatching it, guys. I'm rewatching it. It's a it's a whole thing. So, yeah, this is what you would end up with. You'd have like your David Hasselhoff. You'd have like yeah, like you say, um, Kristen Ritter, and yeah, she'd be there. And maybe maybe you'd get like a couple of others back. Like you get your core three back, like they did Baywatch. But the whole rest of the team being so different would mean that the mood was different, the way it was shot was different. Yeah. Everything about it would be different and it wouldn't... And you wouldn't get the answers you wanted. No. You just no. wouldn't.
0: No, it wouldn't be the same. It just wouldn't be the same. So
1: I look to you, fan fiction. Somebody out there. Please, conclude this for me. Mr Bendis.
0: Maybe best... Maybe, yeah, maybe the best hope is... Um, are you a Doctor Who fan? I can't remember. Yeah, of course Yeah, I of course are. You are.
1: We have discussed Doctor Who on this very podcast. We have a
0: bad memory and... I'm... Yeah... And I always forget who it is that loves it and who it is that hates it. That's good. So you've seen when when Amy and, and Rory left mm-hmm. and got blasted back in time that nobody can do anything about it for a reason. Fixed point in time, sorry. So so sorry.
1: I'm making a face of a really pissed off toddler. For those of you who are listening, that is my face about that closure that we didn't really get.
0: Did you, I'm assuming you saw the uh, little storyboard piece that was narrated by Arthur Darvill. No, actually I haven't. Link's in the show notes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I will click on that. It was written but never filmed. Bit of me sort of glad it was never filmed. It would have been a bit twee... But the, what they did was they had a storyboard of that was with a voiceover from Rory reading a letter that he'd written to Brian, his dad, that he'd arranged to have his son, who's now older than Brian, deliver to Brian the day after Amy and Rory go off with the doctor for the last time. You get Rory's voice sort of ring, hey, dad, you've always said this might happen. And guess what? Um, this this guy that I've got to bring you this letter is, uh, is actually your grandson. Say hello. He'll tell you what's been happening. He knows all about you. He knows everything that's happened to us. Uh, and it was a really moving piece and uh, you could do that with season four of Jessica Jones yeah. you could if, you know if you could have somebody I mean
1: not David Tennant it was know, just the way he said Jessica, Jessica. Just really really upset me
0: yeah if I can find if I can grab a sound clip of that it will mm. be it will be going in the end credits because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the people who make Jessica Jones I'm sure they must know some people that can draw yeah you'd think you'd, I, <laughs> I'm fairly sure Brian Michael Van knows the people that control and there's some people who can write good. <laughs> yep. So, I'm sure that could be done and you know, you could stick it on YouTube. You could you know do yeah. it as a as a th- you could do it and you could you could do it as a completely unofficial thing. Yeah. You could say because you, you don't need any licensing. Rights. You could do that. You could do that. Because you could just say <laughs> this is what we had planned for season 4 of Jessica Jones that's not now happening. Here you go, world. Yep. You could do that. Couldn't you? So yeah, and I hope we get something like that because it, yeah. it I don't want closure, damn it. And this is not closure. No, it's not. I mean, it, if it has to end there, then I sort of like it that we've got that. Is she? Isn't she? What's going on? But I only, but I only like it a bit. I don't like. I it at don't all. like it. I don't <laughs> like it much.
1: I really don't like it at all. But yeah, I stood up off the sofa and yelled, and Liz just sort of sat there and went what because she wasn't watching because she doesn't like Jessica Jones. <laughs> She put her headphones in I didn't know why I was standing up and screaming at the TV. How does Liz not like Jessica Jones? She, she doesn't like Marvel. Aside from Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which she is obsessed with and loves, desperately. And we're going to buy a well, ridiculously that's... big, massive, horrifying, many, many pixel television in order to watch it properly again. That's not unreasonable. So
0: she is an anime. Yeah, shall we wrap up this podcast on a positive note with the fun announcements from SDCC? Yeah,
1: let's. That'd be fun.
0: Okay. SDCC! <laughs> Yes. Okay, I, I do have one question. Why are they making The Eternals? I don't know. I just don't know. I don't understand. I don't know who... Go- I mean, fine, I'm sure it'll be brilliant. They, they seem to have the Midas Disney touch. Disney are doing
1: it, aren't they? It's, it's all, it's, they're, make, they're not making it as a series. It's not one of the series? No, it's it's, it's... it's a film. It's a film, as, oh, I, as I understand it. Oh, oh, okay, I thought it was like Hawkeye. It was going to be one of the series. But I'm wrong, and
0: yeah, why are they doing that? Well, it? actually, when well, well, you
1: say you're wrong, I'm not sure now. Oh, I wish I had the little picture. I don't think I've got the little picture, I think I saved
0: it. Uh, oh, wait a minute, let me see. But I, I mean, God bless Jack Kirby, but I care about the Eternals even less than I care about the Inhumans. It it, it seems like an eccentric direction to go in. I suppose they're cosmic, which means they're out there with the Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe. Maybe, maybe a way of bringing in the Silver Surfer. That would be...
1: Okay, here we go. Uh, there, right, okay. Eternals. Oh, it doesn't say. That's bloody irritating. Oh, yes, it does. Okay. No, you're right. It is a film. It is coming out on the 11th of June 2020. Dear God, why?
0: So, do you know what? I think there's a podcast in that in the future. When we know means more. We have
1: to watch it.
0: But then, what are the movies that we've got? We we
1: have got... I've got the list, if you'd like me to run it down. Uh, okay. hit, me we, with the, hit me with the, the other in movies. In chronological order of when they will be released. Okay? Okay. We have Black Widow.
0: Now, I'm excited for that. I had a customer in the shop today who... I know this is a prequel. Yes. And therefore needs no shenanigans. No, it does not. A customer in the shop today suggested to me that maybe the Natasha who died was a Skrull.
1: Oh, dude.
0: And I said, now that wouldn't work because the stone, you can't cheat the stone and the stone says you have to sacrifice something you love. And they said, yeah, but Clint didn't know. And so he was his feelings would be... They just feel to genuine. Be real oh. And then I said, But why would the Skrulls sacrifice themselves if they weren't really Natasha? Why would they fight so hard to be the one that died? And they said, What if they'd taken on Natasha's personality? Uh oh wow, please God
1: let the post credit scene for Black Widow being the real Natasha Alive now. Cause that would be just so good. Oh my god. What? What? This is a whole mess of possibilities in
0: my brain. How long has the scroll been, Natasha, though? Like, how long? I say, then we would need to know. But, I mean. Holy mother of. But, and, and also, why? Oh, wow. But there's a movie in that, okay. is all I'm saying.
1: That's an exciting thought. Okay, cool. So, we have Black Widow, and that is the 5th of January, 2020. And then we have The Eternals, which is the 11th of June, 2020. So, hang out, guys. So, a little bit less than a chat. year. Um, we've got then The Falcon and The Winter Soldier, Fall 2020 on Disney+, which means that is a series.
0: Which I'm excited for.
1: Yeah? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I,
0: yeah am... I am actually. I...
1: It means I have to get Disney+, and I'm not sure how it's going to work in the UK. This is my first thought.
0: Um, I don't... my thinking is that it's probably gonna... Um, my original thinking was it was all gonna end up on Netflix. But they've fallen out with Netflix. Yeah, a big way. So it's all going to end up on Amazon Prime. That's a really good thought and I really hope it's true. Because I, I, I'll tell you what's not going to happen. However much I want to see any of these shows, I am not getting Disney+. Plus Any more than I'm getting DC Universe <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. any of those. Yeah. Honestly, push them to shove, I'll wait for the DVDs. Yeah. Because, no, I am not having 15 bloody streaming services. I might just, just stretch to two. Hmm. but if it's not on netflix or prime yeah that's kind of the way i am actually done a prime at the moment because you know amazon
1: yeah i'm just really immensely frustrated by the fact that we don't have hulu yet in this country and i still have to wait for everything sorry runaways being my point that just irritates me a lot um anyway off the point so yeah that is coming out fall 2020 then we're getting uh shang chi I can't read this, it's too small.
0: Master of Kung Fu. And The
1: Legend of the Ten Rings and that's coming out the 2nd of uh, December 2021. So we are jumping a whole year. We're waiting a long ass time. After the Eternals, I'm sorry. We are waiting a really
0: long time. Well, we'll come back to that. Okay. Um, Very excited for that. I like a bit of Kung Fu. I do. Oh yeah, same. Especially if it's Done by people that can actually do Kung Fu. Which it looks like it will be,
1: given the cast photos yeah. so far, which I'm really, really pleased about. So I'm
0: cool with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's not Danny Rand, which is a good thing.
1: Okay. Uh, and we're getting uh, WandaVision, which is on Disney, in spring 2021.
0: Again, I, I, I will take...
1: Which I think is before December 2021. Yeah, it's... I've cocked up here with my cats.
0: I, I will take all the Wonder Maximov I can get hold of. Yes, so That will sounded really wrong. Actually, no, do you know what? I, I stand by what I've just said. <laughs> yeah, Scarlet Witch forever. And, Ashley, I have a theory about Scarlet Witch. Uh, MCU,
1: Scarlet in the
0: Witch. Yeah, in the comics, she is Magneto's daughter. Yes. And she is a mutant. Yes. What a brilliant way to bring the mutants into the Wouldn't MCU. Wouldn't that be great? Because it's such an easy retcon. Mm-hmm. All you've got to do, because we, we know from Age of Ultron, that all the other subjects of the experiments died. Yeah. So all you have to do is have as the explanation, Wanda and Pieta survived because the experiments triggered their mutant gene. Okay. And that's why they survived. And so the experiments didn't give them their powers, the experiments triggered their powers. Oh,
1: okay. I get you. Yeah.
0: And so suddenly you've got mutants in in the MCU who've been there forever. They've been there for ages. Yeah, yeah. And... What a brilliant way to bring in Magneto. Yeah. Yeah, of course. They've been told that they were orphans, but they were just told that. Oh, wow. So I I think that's just... For me, it's a no-brainer. They probably won't do it, therefore. They've probably got a better (laughs) idea than that. Maybe. But I think that's a brilliant way to do it. I,
1: I will go back to spring now, because I have got my timeline wrong, basically because this is a really poor infographic. Marvel, please work on this for next time. Chronology is a thing that exists. So, Loki is Disney Channel uh, Spring 2021, and I'm very... That I want to see very much.
0: Yes. I was going. I was about to ask a stupid question, because I already know the answer. I was about to say, have you seen the new Loki comic? And I know the answer's no, because you've not been in the shop since it came out. No, I have not. It's really good. Is it? Yeah. okay oh, good. Okay. Um, it's, it's exactly the right balance of not taking it seriously. Which and, is what I want from a Loki and series. And it being serious. Spoilers. <laughs> Care about spoilers? No. No? Good. I gave up caring about spoilers. At the, end of, at the end of War of the Realms, Loki is a hero. He saved Midgard. So hailed as the saviour is Midgard, he now sits on the throne of Jodenheim. Okay. Thor now sits on the throne of Asgard as the new Allfather because Odin is gone. Yes. Thor really wishes his brother would take it seriously. There's a brilliant scene where <sighs> there's a bunch of frost, frost giants around the thro- the empty throne of Jodenheim. And they we go, well, where is he? What's he doing? And... Um, Loki's, clearly Loki's sidekick is he's, he's like, I, I'm sure his highness is doing something very useful. Cut to Loki in a casino throwing dice. Of course. And the next thing we see is um, there's a there's a big fight. Loki's arrested and taken into custody. And then Thor, asleep in Asgard, has a vision. And he's like, oh, for God's sake. Brilliant. And then we cut to a police precinct where... Two guys in the custody suite going. You sure it's him? Yeah, it's definitely him. How can you be sure it's him? Because he's him, pointing off. Frame, and then we see Thor coming in, bailing Loki out. That's amazing. <laughs> just, I love it. It's just so it's so good.
1: And that's the kind of that's definitely the kind of humor I want from it because the the way that I mean I, I don't know that you're gonna get Thor in it. I just don't. But you are. We are getting Hiddles. Hiddles is yeah. playing him, which I think is I, great. D- I think
0: I think there's there's a good chance for cameo.
1: Which is great, and I appreciate that, and I really hope it happens. But also, at the same time, I kind of, a part of me is hoping that it's going to deal with the fact that Loki escaped in Endgame.
0: Yeah. They've and got that whole time thing to sort right? out.
1: They've got to fix that. Because
0: is... everything, you can put everything else right in that timeline, but Loki still escapes. And yeah, he
1: totally escaped. So, you know, where's he? And I'm glad he's got a series to solve that problem in because that would be very funny. Yeah. Because that's pre-redemption Loki. That's asshole Loki running around, yeah. causing carnage. And I really want to watch it. I really just do. I just want to see that. Just, yeah. Yes, please. Just then, beaten the crap out of by the Hulk. Now, what's he going to do? You know, that, yeah, for sure. Very entertaining. Then we've got Hawkeye with Kate Bishop in it. I'm here
0: it's for that. Fall 2021. You know how More I feel about was. Kate
1: Bishop. Yes, we love Kate Bishop. And I mean, there's a really, it's a terrible part of me that wonders maybe, could that mean we get a cameo of America?
0: It's possible. It's mate it's possible that would be really cool well um, do you know what if you it, I, I mean I know this won't happen but if you want to use that to lead into West Coast Avengers I am here for that
1: then we get Gwenpool um...
0: <laughs> please give me Gwenpool
1: <laughs> oh yeah that would be just great I'd, I'd appreciate that uh, okay then we're going that's fall 2021 I'm sorry I'm going to flip to the bottom half of this really terrible infographic I'm going to send you this but you can put it in the show notes um, then we get on my birthday no less On the 5th of July, 2021, we get Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of
0: Madness. They reckon they're going full on horror.
1: So that'll be a fun present for me.
0: Thanks, Marvel. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh,
1: I I actually, yeah, I really should probably watch the first Doctor Strange before I see that. I just haven't. I'm sorry. It just, yeah, wasn't my jam. It's
0: quite good. It's all right. It's all right. I I heard
1: somewhere the other day that doesn't the whole premise of it, doesn't it hinge on the fact that the villain gets bored? (coughs) Bored. basically cool uh then we get what if i don't know what that is i'm afraid i have not read that much summer 2021 what
0: if is an animated series cool fun and it does the same thing as the comics so what if i mean let's go with a relevant one what if jane foster had wielded the hammer of thor (laughs) which was an actual genuine what if comic in 1978 that's how that's how long that thing goes back
1: yes and we're Um, about to come to that one (laughs) What was the next thing? The next thing, which actually comes out before Doctor Strange, because this is a really, really poorly structured infographic, I say it. We get Thor Love and Thunder. And I have never been more excited for a Thor film than I am right now. And I was very excited about Ragnarok.
0: Very excited. Yeah. Now, you see, there are no words to express how excited Natalie Portman makes me.
1: Natalie Portman and Tessa Thompson in the same film where Tessa Thompson has said that the first thing that the king, as the new king of Asgard that she
0: needs is her queen. Yes, please, Marvel, give me it. Give me it now. They, they have really definitely what? said Tessa Thompson's uh,
1: Valkyrie. Valkyrie
0: is going to be LGBT. Yes, so...
1: all of them at once. <laughs> all of them at
0: once. Steady hat, steady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, no, she's, we are getting the bivalkyrie rep that we deserve from, in the film.
0: I'm very, very happy about that. Thank I've you. seen lots of nonsense online from the people that... And please bear in mind, this is Mark Maron's name for them, not mine. So tweet at him. He won't care because he won't read it. Mark Maron called these people the unfuckable rage nerds, which I think sums them up. A lot of a, I've heard a lot of nonsense online from Oh, it's ridiculous feminism. It's... A, it happened in the comics more than five years ago. Yep. And if it happened in the comics and been terrible, I could understand the objection. But actually Jason Aaron's run on Thor, with Jane Foster as Thor, or at least with the power of Thor. She was never Thor. She wielded the power of Thor. People called her Thor because it was easier. It was fantastic. Yep. And uh, I don't think they'll do the cancer subplot because I think that might be overcomplicated for a movie. Yes, and given the direction that Ragnarok went in, mm-hmm. bit of a downer. A little bit.
1: Given in, given that it's it's the same director, I would probably not going to go there. But really
0: Jane, Jane Foster as Thor, especially if it's if it's
1: Natalie Portman. My favourite Natalie Portman mo- moment is when they posted the picture where t- uh, I'm so sorry if this pronunciation right now. Taika Waititi is, is handing the, the the hammer to Natalie Portman, and she says. This is my before pick for when I get ripped. And I was yes. Yes, she is on board. Holly Bottman is 100% on board for this. And that makes me so happy. The
0: reason she... Because I know she left and said, I'm done with this franchise. But I think the reason she was done with the franchise... But she was fed up of being the damsel in stress oh totally that's not what she wanted to be well now no. she's not no she's not and I
1: think that is and
0: I think that that's how they pitched it to her and I mm. think she went hell yeah, yeah let's have some of that yes I'm down I've seen people say oh she's terrible in science fiction roles." she's not been given a good one yet I mean what's she terrible in yeah I'll grant you she's terrible in Star Wars but so is everybody else
1: It's they are just terrible yeah. films because
0: they're terrible films they're
1: really bad films guys and really she's, really bad she's a
0: long way from I'm being really really bad really yeah, she's a long way from <laughs> being the worst thing in any of those movies. No, she is not. No, she no, acts no. Hayden Christensen off the screen. Mm-hmm. In every single scene, oh, Therian. Do you oh. know what? Yeah, she's a little bit dull in Thor. But that's because she's not given anything to do. No, she is given literally nothing to do. So it's very distressing. So, yeah, give her a hammer and let her hit things. Yes. I, I'm down for it. And her. I
1: really hope that Darcy comes back as well, because that would be great.
0: I need Darcy back. She's just Well, why would Darcy not come back? Well, I Except know. the actress might be busy, but I... Her series is finished, so... Brilliant, bring back Darcy. Yep,
1: yeah, Two Broke Girls is done, so hopefully she will be back. Fingers crossed. Yes. so Thor, I'm very, very, very excited about Thor. And the other thing, which is, uh, the other two things, two things which have no dates, which is great, because that means I can come to them last, because then I can feel like I'm actually doing something useful with this terrible... Blade is being rebooted as part of the MCU, and I have never been more excited. I loved the originals, and I know that Wesley Snipes is being replaced by Mahershala Ali. Mm -hmm. who is wonderful in everything he does and i'm so excited for him to be blade he is going to be incredible again very much here for that so so here for it um really yeah can't wait for that and i just i've seen some great memes on the internet like blade turning around and just being like uh turning around to like steve rogers and being like can anybody help me with this vampire problem because it's really out of hand and they're like no we're too busy
0: so, you know, like,
1: there's that, that fun that could happen as Blade, uh, Blade being back party the MCU. And also, the other thing is a yet another Fantastic Four reboot. Maybe they'll get the ages of the characters right this
0: time. <laughs> the Fantastic Four has been done so badly so often now that it's hard to be excited. It really is, but I want them to do it right. Especially because, uh, if I'm honest, I don't really like the Fantastic Four very much. I really
1: do. Mm. Do you know what? I, all I want, right? All I want from this is I want them to get the characters' ages right for a start, because I'm really done with people youngifying them. I'm no, mi- no. Mister Fantastic is middle aged He has grey damn hair. Yep. that's the point. Yep. His wife is also the same age as him. Well, at least make him. Let's,
0: let's make her age appropriate.
1: Yes, so please can they both be in their 40s? Because that's what they're meant. They are, you know, well-respected scientists in their field. They are not, like, in university. Stop it. Her little brother is in his 20s. Please make him that. Yeah, that would be great. Because um, Johnny Storm is not meant to be the same age as Sue Storm. It's no, he's weird. Always... Yeah. So weird when they do that. And I really, 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 really just wanted to make the thing look like the thing. Not look like a boulder. He doesn't look yeah. like a boulder. That's not what the thing looks like. He's
0: he's orange and lumpy. He's orange and lumpy. Please. We need an orange lumpy thing.
1: Yes, please. <laughs> that's all I want in life. That's not a sentence that's better. No, right. <laughs> so I really want that. And ages ago, we were talking about this, and we we had that whole conversation about how they could have gone into space way back when, and then return at yes, the end of it all. Yes, 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 yes. And I feel like that would be such a fun way. I, it's not D- going to go that please way. Please
0: do that. But I'd love no, no way. it. So yeah. they, go,
1: they went into space in the 60s and have basically been suspended since then, and then they returned to the Earth as it is now. And that just could be such a fun introduction for a properly age-appropriate, good, well-organised team. And
0: also, that, rep- that would have them as 60s people mm-hmm. in... 21st century America mm-hmm. filling the niche that Steve Rogers no longer fills
1: yes absolutely
0: which would be great which would be quite fun
1: and if you've got the Eternals it all starts to make more sense
0: yeah well I, I think if you're going to have the Fantastic Four you have to play up the cosmic definitely so yeah so th- that makes the Eternals make sense
1: the power cosmic
0: yeah bring us bring us Galactus yes bring us the Silver Surfer Oh ah, the
1: excitement
0: let's, let's have let's have all of that yes please um um yeah so shall we shall we wrap that there because because yeah, Matt should be arriving any second Yay! to uh, to talk about Stranger Things, which is next week's podcast, ladies and gentlemen, which we're totally recording next week. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's Jessica Jones. That's the SDCC. Uh, thank you, Hats, for 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 discussing things with me. Very welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will see you next week for the next Geeks of the gate. Uh, until then, be kind to yourself, be kind to everybody else, and remember, we are geeks. We are at the gates. We are not gatekeepers. Leave it open, guys. Just let everybody in. It's fine. Cheers, guys. Thank you for listening to the Geeks at the Gate podcast. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeksatthegate or contact us on Twitter at geeksatthegates or contact us by email on mail4geeksatthegates at gmail.com That is the number four, not the word. Geeks at the Gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire. I've been trying to persuade my wife that we really need a bigger TV for about a decade now and Lizzie doesn't watch movies so doesn't care Mm -hmm. except they've started doing the captions on the Formula One really small and from the other side of the room she can't read them so thank you Sky for your crap Formula One (laughs) coverage because I might be getting a big enough TV to watch movies nicely out of it. (laughs)